Now I'm in a good mood. Just give me a little Henny or some Patron. You put me around my niggas, and we on go. Believe that. It's, it's the right. one year anniversary yeah. of the advocation, man. OT with my niggas in the building. No, I hate What's up, man? How y'all doing? It's the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This podcast, episode 12. It's the finale, man. I'm your boy, Goldie Wu, Goldie Fats. I got my main man, Smooth, with me. Makiji is in the building. Mo on the boards. The whole squad is here. What's up, dog? Y'all niggas is dumb dry. Y'all pissing me off already. Like, real talk. Like, oh here, man. Dooley. Know what I mean? Earn, Trey, Jules. Happy birthday to my brother Jules, man. Your birthday tomorrow. 20 great, man. 28, man. Let's go. I was corny for saying 20 great? No. no. It was appropriate. That, right? No. You, you got that off. What, what was last year? It was like 20, what? 20, 20 heaven or like 20 No. <laughs> what about, like, what was 26? Like, I don't know. Yeah, after 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 bricks, 20 rich, like, no. 20 great, man. I'm 28, I'm blessed, man. So happy birthday to you, bro. 91 was a good year, man. So we're just going to jump right into it. I'm happy y'all here, yo. Seriously. I'm trying to get over this cold. I've been sick for four weeks, so listeners, at this point, we just decided that I might have that shit. So... <laughs> <laughs> if I go out like Easy E, just understand that one episode I was good and the next I died. They're just like that. Uh, what we want to start, man? What you want to start, yo? And we start with the weekend, man. You know we do the daily week, the, uh, weekend recap. Oh, yeah, man. How was y'all weekend? <laughs> How was your weekend, Smooth? Uh, my weekend was alright. You know, I went to Harlem yesterday. Still on my City Boys tour. You feel me? Still, you still on your City Boys tour? Yeah. So you still a real ass bitch? Give a fuck about a nigga? I'm a real ass nigga. Yeah, I hear fuck you. about a bitch. <laughs> don't fuck my, don't fuck my lyrics up. Bro. What happened, yo? You were supposed to come out last night. I got stuck in Queens. All of y'all were supposed to come out last night. Like we should just DP y'all. Like that's what we do now. Yeah, Niggas have birthday plans. Like, O was like, I hit O early in the day, like, yo, you know what I mean? We, this nigga like, I'm getting a haircut, I'm gonna be there later. 11 o'clock roll around, this nigga like, I'm, I'll be there 11.30. You not making 11.30, bro. You was never, but you never even called niggas like, yo, I ain't coming, bro. I was tired. Oh, yeah, I did. Dude, we definitely texted Shit is crazy. That's what we doing now? My fault, dude. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Rakia, how was your weekend, Rakia? Shame by the baby. Thank you. Um, it was like I was with Ruben. Oh damn, he wasn't with me. Nigga, what was right next to you the whole day? Cut it out. He act a Hollywood. You? Oh, I'm sorry, and Dooley. Sorry. She wasn't with me. She was with me. I was. I was. I wasn't there. All right. Nah, but um, on seriousness though, uh, it was a good night last night. It was you know celebration of life. I've been saying even for my birthday, like I'm just uh we get older now, so I'm just happy that milestones 
you know, those are big, those are big for me. Birthdays are big for me, for us, and I just want us to come together more often, just for celebratory purposes. It don't, you know what I mean? It don't have to be just because it's a birthday, but it just, you know what I mean? Just because I ain't seen niggas in a while. Like, we get into that age, we get old, and I'm ready to... yourself, my man. Huh? Be for yourself. What you mean? You tired of niggas? No, you say we get old. No, no, no. We get old. I'm saying you all get old. This nigga swear just because you 24, like, you get old, nigga. Oh, Simba in the building. It's a squad. It's his gang, gang. Simba was here when we recorded the advocation. He's part of it. So anyway, but yeah, yo, the party was cool, man. Y'all want, let's recap the party, yo. There's a lot, lot of shit going on. A lot of dumb shit. Who wants to recap the party? I do. There was too much going on. First of all, Jules, how you feeling? Nigga, like, I'm good, y'all. I remember nothing after I got the last shot. How, and I pulled up, and I was, yeah, how many times, how long you gonna keep getting drunk and not remembering shit, bro? Like, you're not over that yet. I am over it. I was this supposed nigga, to do shit for this birthday. This nigga died this for spot. four straight birthdays. Like, this, this going back to... Yes, you did. <laughs> was, don't know what you was talking about. Just took the mic and start rambling. <laughs> Oh, shit. Like, you just took the mic and just start going in, bro. Like, it ain't make no damn sense. He was on his Kanye West shit. <laughs> well, that's crazy. So. He was on his Yay shit. I don't remember nothing. But last year, you got you got tore up at, at VB3. I wasn't that bad last year. Yes, you were. Like after. After yeah. I was after. If you can't remember, it was bad. I remember all my birthdays, nigga. Yeah, but I just don't. The year before that, where he was at? That's a great birthday if you don't remember. Uh, transmission? No, that transmission was the year before that. I said four birthdays straight, bro. Yes, it has. Yeah, transmission was the worst. Transmission, you was in the bathroom. He died in the bathroom. Then Flizz had to bring you to the car. Then me and Dooley brought you in the crib. Shout out to Mashiah, man. Then me and Mashiah took you home, got you undressed. Like... Yeah, it's 2017. You gotta knock this shit off, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You could have said she got you on the dress, but I don't, don't want to know. Nah, I'm just saying, like, I'm not gonna know that you know. You said we Cardi beat him. Hey, yo, yo, bro, the fuck out for that. <coughs> oh, I think you see Cardi. Yeah. Nah, I mean, yeah. but, uh, but uh, the party was cool, man. It just, what was up with that playlist, bro? Like, which playlist? I don't know. Y'all had a, y'all had a set playlist for like three hours. Now I was a DJ, Spotify. but she was upstairs. So she couldn't see the vibe. She had, like, oh. equipment for downstairs. So it was a DJ, but everything she was mixing, it was just down. Oh, that's dope. So, I, she, yeah, she, so she was upstairs with the shit. Oh, wow. Right. Until midnight got there, that's when he was downstairs. Nah, she was actually spinning. I just said, like. But I think like, she couldn't see us, right? So yeah. she couldn't see the vibes, all these other, like, white people. And then, wow. and then, but even, I ain't trying to shit on midnight, but even when midnight got there, it was like, all right, nigga, he, he started playing the late shit. Like, he started playing the shit. He started playing. Dreams and nightmares at the end and shit when niggas was leaving. Like, ain't nobody there to really vibe to that shit no more. See, look, you don't even remember that. So you can recap for me. I'm listening to you. I'm that's the recap. That's it. It was everywhere? Nah, he wasn't everywhere. Oh, my. Yeah, it was all over the place. But fucking, um, I mean, for the, for the most part, you died as normal. Uh, nobody came through. It was just, I mean, not like that. I'm. Just, it was packed in here. That shit was lit. But your parties always, they always kick up like that. I'm talking about none of the bros came through because they just lazy. So it was me, Dooley, Flizz. Smooth was supposed to come, but I don't know. No, I mean, Rakeel was saying I was supposed to come. I told you where I was at. And I spoke to Jews before that. I told you yeah. I was at too. So, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Tired of y'all. Pre pro, nigga. I pre pro. 
First of all, I need y'all to understand when the podcast come on, I'm not the same rube. I be throwing niggas under the bus when the mic come on. Like I'm trying for content. I will dog you niggas out for content. Like y'all niggas not noticing I get in trouble every week in my relationship on purpose. Like fuck. I've been throwing my own self under the bus, nigga. Like I'm going. <laughs> you gotta lie on niggas. Niggas kept sending them on a go route. <laughs> yeah, I kept telling nigga, I kept telling the nigga, yeah, we recording at 9.30. I'm lying. You ain't coming up here to fucking up my shit. I got a process going on. So, but nah, um, I forgot what I was about to say. Y'all niggas made me lose train of thought, man. Oh, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> but nah, I was about to, I actually was about to shout out Rakia, yo, because I said last episode, Rakia always keep a baddie with her, but she had two baddies with her last night. Ooh, so now she we had was, two stallions with yeah, her? Yeah, she had two stallions with her. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. It's, I, I hope that ain't pick up on the mic. <laughs> right. <I'm> like, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. If it did, Mo, make sure you cut that, nigga. Nah, we ain't cutting nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was. That's a that's the thing about Jews. It was a lot of ladies out there supporting Jews, man, just showing love. But yeah, Rakia was over in the corner, then as normal was, you know, when when black girls got some Hennessy in them and How they in the corner the room, dancing. Though? How you play the room, Rakia? How do I what? How you play the room? I was just in the corner. Mm. I wasn't she's doing much. She was with the guards, bro. She was sophisticated. She was with the GBs, bro. You know when you were GBs, we in the corner, we chilling. We we got the section, we lit. We stand, we standing on top of the middle. I'm in the middle. Oh nah. Niggas don't want to go in that middle. Oh yeah, you do be the nigga in the middle, Millie rocking and shit, dancing ass. No computers, my shit, man. I just noticed the name Smooth is synonymous with dancing. Like it's just you just dance when you got that name. Like, it's, it just work like that. It is what it is. Man. Yeah, this nigga go with computers. Yep. But yeah, uh, uh, I mean as usual, uh, like I said, when that Hennessy get in the system and you're around black people and computers come on, Ricky and her homegirls is about to get it shaking with some white girls. <laughs> no. Oh, that was City Girls. City Girls. Was it act up? No, 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 no. They, cause act up is the new cash money taking over for the. That's the new back that thing up. That, Hurt? that. No, no, that. I take your man or some shit. It was some. It was some city girl shit. All I know is, the white girl bump. White girl bump one of Rakia homegirls, and then the other big booty friend was like sizing them up. I had to step in. Then I was being a pervert, because while I'm breaking it up, I'm getting my feels, and I'm, come on, baby, what you doing, what you doing? <laughs> come, on, come on, you don't got to do that. I'm taking an L for that one. Listen, I was going to that one. It's over. Strike one. Oh, Love you, baby. Listen, though, we was, and I, they thought I was toxic. So, taking an L for that one. I got two more in me. We be arguing all week. So, uh, this shit was lit, though. All right, with that being said, Happy birthday to you, Jews. I love you, man. So, what I wanted to do, while I asked y'all all to come here, y'all might not all feel like talking, but I just wanted the energy. It's the one-year anniversary of the advocation. Uh, a lot of lot went into this tape, man. It was a lot going on. Uh, I remember us sitting down talking about this tape, you know, back in 2016. Me and, you know, me and Mo sat in the studio and recorded this shit and put this shit together long nights bro long long trips to the halal truck getting right and everybody actually everybody that was in here was a part of it i mean excluding other a couple of other bros but i want to thank y'all for that you know can i get a round of applause for that thank you thank you um 
other than that, man, I what I wanted to start, right? It was it was a long process, and you know it was a lot of ups and downs. So I wanted to ask y'all, I mean my co-hosts, of course, and then y'all can all tune in, you know, jump in, grab a mic. But uh, the the process of business and friendship, right? How does that go hand in glove? Like, what are the ups and downs to that for the listeners who haven't yet experienced like entrepreneurship and going into business with their friends? Whether it be music, whether it be fashion, anything like any, you know, any the entrepreneurial topics we touched on maybe a couple episodes back. Y'all get where I'm going with the question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. Got it. No, you don't get no mic here. Let my co host talk first, nigga. Fuck, this nigga Dooley start grabbing for a mic. Like, you a guest, nigga. You ain't, you ain't a regular. Nah, but. Yeah. Um, I guess when it comes to that. There has to be this, like, I guess, communication. That's where people get lost for, like, mixing the whole friendship and business shit. Um, you just got to be open to whatever the fuck y'all doing, and that's it. Because right now, for example, I'm helping one of my friends with her, like, hairline or whatever. We've been going back and forth about the dumbest shit. Yeah. But, like, you came to me for help, and I'm trying to help you from a business aspect. I'm putting you on the thing. She's, she's like, I don't know if she live under a rock or something, but she just she doesn't know about a lot of shit. So I'm trying to help her out with that, and she's, like, going against everything I say. I was like, my nigga, I'm about to just not help you because, like, you're not trying to be on the same page as me. So I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Um, for me, as far as like friends and um, business, you always just gotta keep that professionalism in between. If you ask me, honestly, like when I do business with friends, I always be like, yo, treat me as if we didn't know each other. You know, like of course we, like of course be friends, or of course be family, but treat me as if I was a, a Joe Small off the street, and you want to sell me your best thing, or we want to put out the best product. Because once you you get that you you let that that comfortableness come in between a lot of things get laid back and a lot of things don't get accomplished so you just keep that professionalism in in between okay all right so my boy Dooley got the mic ahead bro I, th- I think one of the most important things is just learning that you can't take business personal I think I think that's one of the hardest things with doing business with your friends is learning that you can't take it personal me myself I tend to take a lot of shit personally when shit not getting done the way I want it. That's just me, but you got to separate that from actual business. You know what I'm saying? Everything is like, it's like a contract. Yeah. That's that's all it is for me. Just learning not to take it personal. You know what I'm saying? And and always being professional like like Smooth said. Ah, y'all niggas a little too PC for me, man. The fuck y'all talking about? Listen, (laughs) some real shit. I feel like when it comes to business and friendship, it's like, you should, I, I, you know, you should want to go even harder for me because I'm your friend or I'm your brother or, you know, when we going into this business together, I'm putting my all into this with you. But the thing about business and friendship is that you can lose one or the other. That's the hardest part. Like, you, you're more, you're more likely to lose one or the other than to gain both. Like to have a successful business and a successful friendship as opposed to the friendship falling apart and the business being strong or the business falling apart and the friendship being strong. So you got to, it's a, it's a mind game a lot of times, but you, like you said, smooth, it's a lot about communication, but I want, I want, I want you to go even above and beyond for me as you would for John that you met last month. That's good with computers, but I do computers too, nigga. And you want to go into business with me? Now take that shit to the next level. Let's do this shit together, cause we family, and we could if we if we grew up together, we can make money together. Am I wrong for that? No. Yeah. All right. No. 
Y'all, y'all got me fucked up in here if y'all think y'all just gonna be there like this for this next hour. <laughs> y'all cut this podcast real short. You could be talking about any situation. I'm talking I'm talking about business and friendship, entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> The lack of communication is the biggest thing. Like, if everybody ain't on the same page, it ain't gonna work, you know what I mean? And then some of us, we do get lazy, you know what I mean? And, but, you gotta come out without that shit. Make anything work. That's, and that's with anybody. So, I mean, y'all giving a brief synopsis, but is it like a do with, are there do's and don'ts? Would you recommend it then? Would any of y'all recommend it? I mean, you, and, like you, I would, re- I would recommend that you, that you uh, go into business with your friends. I wouldn't say that you can't do it because, like I said, it's just a matter of how you approach the situation and how both parties are coming into the situation. If you're going to, if you, if you're going into a, a business with a person that you know is, you know, laid back and sluggish with their work, you know, lackadaisical, you should already know what to expect from them as a work ethic. You know what I'm saying? But if you go into a business with somebody that's a hard worker, you know, goal-oriented and know what he's doing, you already know what to expect. So you just got to know who you're going into business with. Like, not every friend is a, is a good business partner, period. You know what I'm saying? So... That's you got to know who you're dealing with. But that, that's why I said you can lose one or the other. Most friendships don't end well in good business. It's very rare. We're looking at, we looking at the success of what Nipsey did. We're looking at the success of the ASAP crew and all of that. But eventually, one way or another, it's like everything gets tied into the other way. Like Dooley said, you're taking it personal, and now it's mixing business and pleasure. And it's like... Now it's like, okay, I feel some type of way because you should have did this. I feel some type of way because you should have. I feel like you didn't have my best interests at heart. But for me, that's actually my problem. So maybe I'm taking things personal with business and friendship. And which is why sometimes you have to exclude the two. At the same time, you got to know who you're going into business with. You got to make sure that the person, that your friend that you choose to go to business with has something to contribute to what y'all trying to do. Yeah. You don't go into business with somebody who, who will have <laughs> equal value or the same qualities as you because it's, it's no chance for them to fulfill where you lack at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's another thing with being in business with your friends. Like They have to contribute something other than what you contributed to, yeah. add, it, to add and make it one whole. And you build off that. Double back on what Dooley said, I think also when you're dealing with friends, whoever, you have to remove ego to the situation. Like, you have to That's remove ego. That's the biggest part. Or it's not going to work. Because <coughs> you have a bunch of, like, you have a bunch of leaders in a room, but you can't lock in on one complete vision and idea to execute, and everybody knows their proper roles within it. It's going to be difficult to do it in general. So I think it's like, remove your ego, but also know what you're there for. Right? Like, understand what you do bring to the table. If you, if you don't know something... And it's okay. Let's find something that you can learn, build it out, and take it on from there. But I just think going, like, going with friends, whoever, remove ego, and just know why you there for. Bring something to the table. And if you don't have a specific skill set, you can find somebody else with the skill set and add them to you. But the difficult part about that is managing it, right? It's like, I think when we talk about business ideas, it's managing the people. And it's hard managing your friends, because sometimes you're just friends. Like, you my home. I don't feel like I'm supposed to be managing my home. But, yeah. sometimes, but sometimes you have to be like, no. This is how we're doing it and manage the situation. But you also don't want that obligation either. Like, just, you know, speaking on you and I, it was like, you know, you don't want to take on that burden of feeling obligated to manage me because I'm your brother. And that's extra pressure now. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like, if I fail, us, if I fail the business, then I fail the friendship. Mm-hmm. Because you look at it like it's like I, I can't put my all, in, I can't put my eggs into this basket 
because of fear, actually, to be honest That's with you. That's just scary as hell. Yeah. Like, having because, your friend's project yeah. in your hand is the scariest it's, shit in the it's world. A difference between, it's a difference between when you got John the singer, yeah. and if John the singer don't blow, it's like, you know what? I can, find, I can find another John. Mm-hmm. But with Rube, it's like, nah, nigga, you my brother. So if you don't blow, I'm looking at you like, why I ain't blow? It's, it's, it becomes a blame game. A lot of times we point your fingers at each other. Where with business, it's like okay, you chuck your losses. But when friendship and family is involved, it's like you got you hold an accountability, and that's what it becomes hard at that point mm-hmm. for friends because that's when the grudges start. Yeah. So that for me, I mean, I, that, I mean, that was that was a pretty good thought on it. So my question for you guys is like, for the ground boys, like, would y'all would y'all have done anything differently? Not just with this past year, just. How we've done we've done business with our friendships and in, in, in general. Ooh, I stump niggas now. Nah. nah, nah. That's, that's a heavy. That's like a heavy question, right? Like we talk about from different ways. Hell, you can do a lot of stuff. You speak first, dude. My mind's everywhere at the moment. Yeah. I okay, think, so let's I think, have this conversation. I think I'd have changed my approach to how I handle a lot of. Um, a lot of the business and a lot of situations that we we've been in and just it's like um as far as my standpoint and what i was trying to accomplish not just for myself but for everybody and how i was trying to accomplish it you know what i'm saying just going about it and making better decisions you know it's knowing what i know now after i've experienced it looking back and say damn i could have made a better decision if i just took the time to plan it out more or to think more or just to gain a better understanding of what we were trying to do and what we needed to do and what we needed to accomplish because i just thought that you know me getting things done was helping us progress. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me just me getting little things done was helping us progress because it felt good and it felt right. And and not knowing that it didn't have a bigger impact in the long game. I wasn't playing for the long game. I played for, you know, just trying to stay active and try to stay busy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. I think I would have removed fear into the situation. I think I was fearful throughout the whole but, process. But sometimes you might you that's that's just a guarantee. Like that's always yeah, gonna be there. But because that's insecurity and that's 100%, natural. Hundred percent. But to another extent, it's like I might be fearful doing like doing something completely different. I just go strive at it, right? So I'm do it. This is what it is. Fuck what everybody has to say. I'm executing this vision. Bottom line, don't care. But I think when it was like dealing with the friends aspect of it, it was just the expectations that I had on myself. The also expectations from your friends to execute at the highest level as possible. So I think I would have tried to remove fear within it and just move to like it was a project I was doing or a project mm-hmm. I would do for anybody else. I'm getting paid for a project. <laughs> Take it to that level of seriousness and like detail and manage it like I'll manage any other situation I have. Yeah. Because I, di- I know I didn't do that. I try to manage it from a standpoint of like, right, these are the homies. They know what it is with the rule. I could just, and it was, and then... It's like letting your peoples down. You never want to do Ooh, that. Oh, you getting me mad now. Take the mic from this nigga. He getting me mad now. He getting me mad. Take the mic from this bitch ass nigga. Wow. Fuck. Cuz, I should I should be Biggie right now. You got me fucked up. <laughs> I'm listening to my music playing in the background while you talking. I should be popping right now. I should be on the top 100. This nigga talking some fly shit. Why you want to hear that shit right now? I'm mad now. Nah. <laughs> huh? Like the like think, think about now with streaming and shit, like the music's still fresh when yeah. nobody heard this shit. Like No, but Ready to Die still fresh, you feel me? Yeah, like, it's quality <laughs> music. Ready to Die age like pure shit. Stop it. That's another conversation. Well, niggas blow up the song that, that they came up with three years ago. Oh no, I know that. Oh. Uh, nah, but I say I was listening to what you said. I was I was joking, but 
me, you know, me and Smooth, Smooth and I had this conversation, and the reason that we started the podcast was because, you know, when the business start going sour, we you know friendship was so important to us. We had to maintain our friendship. So even with us not doing business as a unit. We still all got our hands in some type of media, any type of outlet to where as though we can all use each other's resources and come together as a collective like Voltron. You know, and Trey used to always use that metaphor. I don't know who created, but you know, we work oh, we work we work better together. We work great as a unit, but we all have, you know, individual pieces to offer. So, when Smooth and I put this platform together for the podcast, you know, we told ourselves we wanted to, this was an hour thing. It wasn't a ground boy thing, but it was going to still have a ground boy imprint and love in it, because just y'all family, but we had to take that step back, because when you putting so much into it, and you start seeing losses, and you start feeling you know, you feel some type of way because you're not, you're giving 100% and your person next to you is giving 100%. But if there's 10 people and all 10 of them are not giving 100%, you're going to start to feel a way about that 50 that you're getting. Right. About that 60 you're getting. You know what I'm saying? You want to speak on that smooth? Yeah, um, yeah going back to, what, to your uh, question when you stated, like, what would we do differently? Like, I felt like if we'd have just smaller the staff, like, honestly, I felt like we were on trying to get everybody brought up to speed so many times that it actually pushed us back all the time. Like, we had to yeah. keep pushing back dates, keep pushing back this, because we couldn't get everybody in the same room. So if we would have just had a smaller staff and just worked with what we had at the time, the six people that were showing up, the five people that were showing up on a regular, We I felt like everything would have went so much smoothly than what it is, because we were just trying to wait and bring people up to speed. Oh, such and such not here this time, such and such not here this time. And we were just going off a lot of, like, negative past shit that was going on and everybody was on their own accord and doing things on their own time and that shit just was a major setback like we couldn't we couldn't get on the same page not one time so we were just smaller than stabbing we didn't need 12 people to move this move this shit bro we could have moved it yeah. six. so young entrepreneurs if you listening out there i know it's becoming a grind boy conversation but i the theme is still you know business and friendship so if y'all listening when you putting this team together, when you when you putting your staff together, whether it's friends or whether it's just a group of people you met through college, networking, whatever, the smaller the staff, I also believe is the better, because you give individual roles, but now the individual roles are bigger. With us, it was so many of us, we gave out individual roles, but then it became a matter of if one person fucks up, you know, one individual role is fucked up, we're all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like always handling money and money is good smooth is handling merchandise merchandise is good oh um you know Dooley and Trey are handling management and Jews is handling marketing but if managing and marketing are not seeing eye to eye then where's there's a hold up with the merch with the with the money you get what I'm saying so now it becomes an issue with we're all butting heads but if there's four or five of you and you're splitting the task at hand now it's like you're responsible for all of those things. You should have your hands in everything, and that's where we messed up a little bit too. It was so many of us. We gave out so many roles, like you said, smooth. It was like now it's like, how can you know? I'm I'm not in control of the money. I'm only control of the music. So what happens when the money comes up short, but the music is there, and I wanna you know I wanna budget my music, but I can't because there's no money. So. That was just for the entrepreneurs that, you know, when you're putting your team together, that was just my thoughts on that. Yeah, 20 people working on the car. On yeah, the car. exactly. 20 people working on the car. Shit was crazy. I don't even think it's that bad. This, this is 
just the fact that everybody we was rolled on was so I don't this think this was our first time actually promoting you gotta, album. You got a really old mic, bro. album and basically trying to come you together as mic? one. Pause. That shit was crazy. Can you hold his mic? <laughs> shit, wow. Yo, this nigga is sick. That's what I'm saying. We was rolled. We should have just stayed consistent consistent after the L's that we took. Not, not saying that they were bad because we all thinking, all right, we're just going to pop our first time. Nah, we should have stayed consistent after shit didn't go our way. We didn't continue yeah, we, I mean, we, we learn. We, it's, it's, a, it's a lesson that we got to learn. That's it. Yeah, but I'm not. Okay. And also not shortcutting, like, trying to, like, shortcut the process. That makes sense. Or find, like, an easy way to get something done. Yeah. If you got to pay money for something, pay that bread. Absolutely. You know exactly what you're get. I think sometimes we just fight, okay, what's the finesse way to do it? Who can we get for a lower price and try to build with them? So, like, nah, we know what this is. These cats are professional. Let's get it. Let's, 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 let's work on a professional level with people as well. That's one thing. It's it's like it's I'm not mad at the losses. I'm not I'm not talking I'm not mad at the losses at all. The losses are part of the game. Niggas Even if for yourself cuz Oh I'm yeah, well losses. you took some loss. But I mean at the end of the day, I I I put in 100% and got 100 back from the people that I needed 100% from. The losses that we took out I mean I wasn't expecting much from them. That's just being me being honest from the losses we took. Now that's another that's a conversation we want to have off air. We could do that. But for the listeners who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, I was I was never mad at the losses. You you're gonna take losses because you have to take risk. It's when I started to see the investment. It's when I started to see the upside of the teamwork. You know what I'm saying? And or it just became a matter of, you know, things become you know going downhill. And you you know you gotta start to remove yourself from that situation, and that because you're gonna lose one or the other. Like I keep saying, you're gonna lose the friendship or the business. So for those entrepreneurs, they gotta know when to when to give and take, when to pull and pull, you know, push and pull. That's just me. Yeah, true. I mean, me personally, I, I mean, I will always look within the home for like help whenever I do something. Like if I'm if I ever got like a business plan or or marketing plan, I always look within the home. Like so, I look to somebody close to me, like a friend or a family, before I, I I reach out to somebody and bring pockets, bring money into somebody else's uh, pockets. I'm a within the house type guy, so you know. Yeah. Everybody got a text from me before. It's official. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all got anything else y'all want to say about this, nah. this GB mm-hmm. shit? Nah. It's official. Mm-hmm. It's official. Yo, with that being said, this is breaking news on the podcast. I mean, I, I I'm not even trying to do it for clout. It's not for gain. We all fucked up because we love them. Uh, I gotta say, R.I.P. to Nipsey Hussle. Uh, I don't know the time of death, but we just got the news. We recording at eight thirteen, man. It's some bullshit, yo. Uh, yo, that's some crazy shit. Yo, I don't even do this. It's not a radio station, but I gotta let my nigga rock real quick. Hold up, bro. I, I need, I need, a, I need a moment to gather, cause we all fuck with Nipsey. Like that's our OG. Like, god damn, yo. What the fuck? Damn, bro. Condolences out to his family, you know, Lauren London, his kids, friends and family. Right now, motherfucker, let's go. Yeah, what can make a nigga want to go and get it? Said he want a beamer with the subs in it. Said he grew up in a house and it was love missing. Said he grew up in the city, keep his gun with him. 
young nigga, young nigga, let's go, young, young nigga, and he don't need a reason, he a young nigga, and y'all want your daughter and your sons with him, young, young nigga, young, young nigga, probably never understand him, till he pull up in the phantom, when he pull up in the phantom, he gon' have that shit blasted, like young nigga, young nigga, young nigga, young nigga, what they call you, where you from, nigga? Where you from, nigga? In my city, that was question number one, nigga. Number one, nigga. Looking at the legend I become, nigga. Okay. I can't help but feeling like I am the one, nigga. Remember, I was on the run, nigga. Let's go. Couple years before you had a son, nigga. Let's go. Open up your doors and kept it one with me. Hell, a nigga down and that was love, nigga. Nobody wanna stand in front of judge, nigga. Yeah. Make you think of better days like when you was winning. in the club with us then i got my shot i had to run with it out the gate lost count many days in the studio we slay but this shit we gotta say staring in the space as you fishing for a phrase uninspired and your mind still is all a paper chase first you over dedicate then you notice that you're great and you've been the whole time and it slapped you in your face then you snacking in your safe got it cracking it was fake now you the definition nigga laughing to the bank Plus I'm the type of nigga on the masters to my tapes I'm in the battle for the day I caught a flight from Philly, we just sold out TLA Fresh up off the stage on my way to B of A Yo, that's the wildest shit. Of course he got Of course. Yo, that shit is the shit is never over. It's oh, niggas envy. My bad, bro. listeners. That, that's some wild shit, bro. And, yo, and when you think about it, though, he was like he was on the ups. Like he was about to take off, bro. The best album of 2018, bro. And like you said, earn the fucking, the Dr. CB shit, bro. With the A's. He was just about to put the documentary up. I saw that meme. It was like, Nipsey is about to uh, do the documentary for Dr. CB. Don't be, you know, watch out for our black king. Don't be surprised if you see some. Yo, man. What the fuck, yo? The world works in mysterious ways, bro. It's a wicked world we live in, man. Envy lives in our world, bro. The Vic, the last album called the album on a record label, the whole nine is called Vic. Man, that shit just fucked me up, yo. Like, I had so much I wanted to talk about with this shit, but I'm really like a little, I'm a little perturbed by that, cause that was that was the the god for me, bro. Like that was, you know what I mean? I was even thinking about putting them in my top five. Like he was just just off that album, well other projects, but damn, that shit just fucked me up, yo. I and I am. So what you want to get into, man? We got a half hour. We a half hour in. We covered the advocation shit. I, I, we had a lot of jokes planned for the second half of the pod, but it just took a turn for the left. Wherever y'all want to take it, man. What's on y'all minds, Ra? Uh, I don't really know. This nigga said the blueprint. Big facts. Hey, that was a Bible. <coughs> Yo, Victory Lap, fucking the Crenshaw album, which is like my like a top five mixtape ever. Mailbox Money, oh my god. 
that one. Oh, man. The Marathon, Slauson Boys. Oh, man. Black Sam, hold your head, man. Right, like he gave us things yeah, we want to live with. You feel me? Like now we're just applying everything we learned from the man and now we're just doing what we have to do on our side. Like the music is still gonna live on. Yo, it's yo, get your ideas out, create, uh, do what the yeah, fuck you wanna do exactly, with your man. life. Live Don't your hold life, shit man. back, yo. So I got the floor open while I'm while I mean I I gotta keep the pod going. I'm not I'm sorry guys, it's not for content purposes, it's just we here, we, we talking about it. Can y'all take one message y'all learned from Nipsey, yo? Everybody? Man, you could be black and vertically integrated. That shit's fucking dope. Black and vertically integrated. That shit's fucking dope. Go ahead, Smooth. I ain't got nothing right now, bro. He ain't teach you nothing, bro? I ain't got nothing. Come back to me, bro. I need you to come back to me, bro. He, he taught you something. I ain't got nothing right now, doggy. When I listen to Nipsey, he my, my biggest message from Mips, Nipsey is just t- taking <coughs> taking knowledge and, and and using using all the negatives and turning it to a positive and and in any way possible even with all the odds against you it's, it's always an opportunity as long as you as long as you build the knowledge and you understand what you what you what you what you're doing uh-huh. from listening to him my main message I, the main message I would get from him is Always, you can always get knowledge from, from anybody. Um, I remember because I started watching a lot of his YouTube videos, like a lot of uh, interviews, and he said he sat down with a conversation. He sat down with a, with um, <coughs> I got dude name, but it was about the cryptocurrency. I remember that conversation. And he, and he learned so much about it to the point where he wanted to open up. Well, he told he wanted to start up his own app. He, he had that going. Then the situation with uh, Dr. Sebi after he passed away, he was working on the um, documentary about him. And just whenever I listened to his music, it felt like I was an older brother or, or I mean, someone off the streets that knew the game and was trying yeah. to teach you. Like, That's what I was going to say. Like, like, he was like big a, bro to me, even though I never met him. I mean, <coughs> it was just like I felt the music. Nipsey, Nipsey last three projects made me feel like not it's it's deeper than just made me feel like I knew him. He gave me game in a way that you know like your big brother give you game. And it was like with this last project it was about you know black economics and just you know uh financing. Like he he gave so many gems in this last album and it wasn't lyrical at all. It was from the heart. It was it was it was constructed in a way where sonically it sound good, but take the beat away and listen to what he's saying, the lyrics, and it was so it was so much of a message from double up to to rap niggas, you know what I'm saying? To fucking um I, I, damn, if I if I could find a song, I'll play it like, and I'm having a brain freeze just because I'm stressing over this shit, like I ain't trying to preach, I ain't trying to lecture, like. Fuck, man, what he said, blindfold you black kings? Like, I, I'm not doing, f- nah, nigga, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, yo. Like, listeners, I'm sorry if you was expecting something different this this podcast. I apologize, but I got to get my shit off, yo. Um, If there's anything I learned from Nip, man, is that how you start isn't how you have to finish the finish your race, man. You know, life is a marathon. You could, you could start off, like, you know, he was gangbanging in the streets. But then he, he didn't allow that to be his finish his finish point. You know, he gave his knowledge. 
he, he schooled people into to game, you know, gave his knowledge. He didn't hold it in. A lot of people like to hold their knowledge and make it seem like you fact. can't put another person keep it on to and, and, and keep all knowledge to themselves, <laughs> but you never know when your last breath is. And so why why keep that knowledge in, into yourself, man? Spread it out to the community amongst your peers and amongst everybody and help everybody grow. You and know? like are you, my bad, smooth, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. And like I said, what was that? What was like three, four episodes where I was like arguing y'all down about Cardi? Like, this is a role model. Like, it's not about Cardi, but this is a role model. Like, I only saw Nipsey get out of character one time in his 10-year career where he slapped the nigga on BET. Other than that, always been a stand-up guy. He never had to raise his voice. I never saw Nipsey act rowdy on for the camera, for the glamour. He had three chains. He always wore the same three fucking chains. It was never about the glitz and the glamour for him, bro. Like, it, he was just real. And... That's why we respected him as GBs. We emulated that whole squad. Like, we just, that that all money in. Me and Trey used to always talk about that. That's what, when you go back to the advocation and when I put this tape together, that was the concept. Like, all money in, no money out. Like, we putting money in, we gonna take losses, but we took that shit and applied that shit, bro. Like, oh, man. Let me let this shit rock. I'm sorry. Thanks for what I expected. We ain't even set you. 60 up the Mecca. Choppers for the Texas. FBI investors. But they can't arrest us. Almost. Almost forgot what I was doing. Almost. Almost forgot where I was going. I've been driving, I've been smoking. Almost forgot what I was doing. Almost forgot what I was drinking. What the hell have I been thinking? Just riding through the city. Now I'm just riding through the city. And ain't nobody rolling with me. And ain't nobody rolling with me. It ain't a problem, I'm gon' get it. It ain't a problem, I'm gon' get it. This is trip, 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 trip. Riding around smoking by myself. Don't you know I do it so well? Dollar signs all on my head. Rolling solo, dolo, this is trip, trip. I know this ain't a time for jokes, right? But uh, I know this ain't a time for jokes and shit. But I remember Carlos Miller from Wild and Out said, like, um, he said, "Yo, what if what if Jesus was uh, what if Jesus was in heaven, right? And 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 you know, somebody got killed that wasn't supposed to die, and then Jesus get up there and be mad as hell, like, damn, bro, not you, bro. They wasn't supposed to take you. Like, that's how I feel. Like, damn, like, they wasn't supposed to take Nipsey, bro." Go get Takashi snitching ass, man. We just and what we just said before pre-bro, like, go get Kid Boo. Take that little dumb nigga. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. Come on, yo, laugh with me. Shit hurt. Like, what you say, Erg? Yeah, skinny from the nine and like, like I was saying, bro, just a stand-up guy. You, in any interview, like, just giving game. They act, When they asked him about the Cardi shit, he was a, a man, a few words about this gang shit because he know his place. Like, he said it straight up. Like, I, I would never, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't, I ain't paying nobody to go nowhere, but it's a respect thing. They take this gang-banging shit serious on the West. And, and I'm looking at these dudes now. It's a whole wave of, Jer like, Jersey City went through phases. For a long time, everybody was blood. 
Then every, you know, then after everybody was blood, then I don't know why, but everybody wanted to be these little Chicago niggas. So I'm seeing a resurgence of everybody, everybody want to be West Coast Crips right now. So, and that's big, that's a big part of what Nipsey put out there. But it's a good thing because he's not the average gangbanging Crip. Like, the knowledge that he's bringing, I kind of like, I kind of enjoy to see the little niggas emulate him. Because they're not really, you know, they're not really hood, like, you know, if that makes sense. Huh? That's a, that's a whole nother. How many times they shot us? <coughs> Hate, jealousy, envy. Can't please you can't please everybody. You can't please everybody in this world, man. Some you going you gonna piss some people off. A lot of people not gonna be proud of what you're doing for for the community or for people around you. And it's just sad, man, that some people just. Clocks get, short, get cut way shorter than when it's supposed to be due to the fact that other people are just unhappy with themselves that they need to take another life, man. Good die young, man. Guess these grimy niggas live a long time. That's what 50 said. Oh, that shit fucked me up. Like, who, who, where do you go from here? Like, who do we have left? I mean, no, honestly, like, in terms of hip-hop and just... In terms of role models, artists, leaders, advocates, who we have left, bro? Jay, like that's what I'm saying. And I said that in the rap before. Like if if, if X Paz, MJ, or Nas died, or Cameron, I'm gonna be fucked up. I'm living reckless. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. Yeah, like I'm not getting. Yeah. Yeah. Cole's still gonna teach you something, but it's not gonna be what you're not gonna get that same type of knowledge that Nip was, was, was kicking. You feel what I'm saying? I don't think there's there's a few. Yeah, of course. What Cole's saying is valid. It's just a different vibe. I mean, Cole. But see, Cole's demographic and Nipsey's like when we talk about when you talk about your reach, right? Cole, for a long time, Cole's demographic has grown with him, and they were college kids who are now nine to fivers that love him, right? But Nipsey has six, 16 through 18 year old gangbangers. Then he has the college students. Then he has the young black entrepreneurs. He got the whole West Coast. Then he got the whole Crips and Bloods. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never heard one person say Nipsey was ass, yo. Like, I never heard one person be like, nah, I don't fuck with that. Actually, I did. I had did? A, I, I you had to block him. Like, nah, a teammate, he, he's blood, so he's. Oh, all right, he, he, he really thought Cardi B album was better than Nipsey. Just but he's just stupid. I know, I tried to. I said, bro, I'm not talking music with you. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like, so he covers so many different demographics, so it's not about sales for him. It's the reach. He has so much reach, bro. And he was coming, it was, it was the come up, the story behind it all. Like, you know, being on the run, he had that first deal. Uh, he was on the run. He signed the deal because he was on the run. He was he had a warrant out, and basically once he finished that deal, he was like, I'm staying independent. And we never thought he was gonna sign a deal again until he what he uh what he partnered up with. Who was that? Atlantic. So and even that was like a Cinderella story because he's like, I own 100 percent of my publishing. Yeah, he was like he just he was he said it like. I just, he was like, just know I own 100% of my publisher. I was like, that's like, God, like, damn, yo. That Malcolm X chain was ill. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, just he's he stuff for so much, bro. Like he was never. I go back to that. It wasn't about the flash from everything was meaningful, bro. Shit, crazy, man. <laughs> yes. I like I said. Mill Mill is building up. Mill is building up, and he's becoming a figure, right? Okay, I'm sorry. Another person that come to my mind. Not really. He's mainstream, but not really. I, I would say Yo Gotti. Not even that you're not getting the same type of game. Not the reach, because I don't think. I know. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. And like I'm not trying to compare. I'm not even trying to compare them to Nip. I'm just saying, like, who do we have left? Because you're right. Because Gotti do give you the game, but. But Gotti telling you, get that shit in the kitchen. Nipsey telling you, build that shit. Build your credit. Put your team together. Get your money right. Build your money. Stop. Nip Nipsey telling you niggas this. Like, I did this gangbanging shit. Keep it in house. If you're going to spend your money, spend it on this. If you're gonna build it, build it on that. If you're gonna fuck with a bitch, fuck with a bitch like this. It goes back to remember, we, remember how we, Ricky and Smooth, remember how we used to joke about the memes like, uh, the memes that used to say, oh, yo, she got a fat ass keeper. It's those type of memes, and then it's the ones that's like, if she understand your love language, if she understand your body, if she understand your mind, keep her. Like, so. It's, it's weighing heavy on us, man. I'm gonna holler at you later, huh? You know what I mean? Yeah, everybody affected by the shit, so Oak clearing out. Shit deep, man. <coughs> oh man. To light it up, man. Um, speaking of memes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get some jokes in. I, I'm Nipsey. <laughs> rest in peace, man. We love you, bro. We we you know we 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 all money in, we want money yeah, out, all money in, no money out, man. We wanna we wanna embrace you. And you know we want we want to feel like we was you know a part of the marathon in the ways we were because you, your music raised us. It was it was ground boy culture. Your music was ground boy culture for us. So, but go ahead, man. Speaking of memes, smooth. Go ahead, get your shit off. Um, I need a, I need a joke. I need something to laugh about. So doing my Instagram search, you know the. Uh -huh. the, question, the question was going around. It was like the the, the woman who had got like I guess they, they found a picture of a woman who got like. <coughs> so the question was, fellas, your girl been li been living with you for four years. She comes home and admits her side nigga did this. What you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that mean. Oh man. So so I was saying a lot. Of, a lot of people were saying like, oh yeah, you, if you loved her, you should go like you'll go to his house and do what. You, I'm like, to me. I mean, I hope you clean your face. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna break the whole scenario. I'm like, clean your face, and then I'm like, yo, baby, you see that little hole right there? You gonna go out that door right there? You gonna make it right? Go up the block, precinct right there. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not putting my hands on nobody after you, you gonna cheat on me. I don't care after four years or nothing like that. I clean your face. <laughs> you go go to the precinct. You go handle that that way. I'm not, I'm not fighting nobody. For you me. gonna clean her face? <laughs> yeah, you I'm a gonna bold. do that. You were, so you were, you. No, no, she go, no, no. When this the door, use it. Go to the precinct. Don't come back, cause this a wrap. You know what I mean? Handle your business. I'ma have my side chick come finish the job. <laughs> Yo, your, your side nigga beat you up. My side chick nah, gonna come nah, over and finish it. you. We done after that. Like I'm, I'm just gonna help you. Clean your, I'm not gonna let you walk around like with, with your face beat up and shit like that. You feel me? That's just not in me to do that. But I'm definitely gonna point you to the precinct, or you better call your brother or somebody. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't gonna go fight a nigga over over him beating your ass. Nah, but um, man, if we if, okay, I'm sorry, get, get, get shit on. No, yeah, you ain't got nothing to say. You been quiet. Alright, I know. Uh, that's cool. What would you expect, Would you? Would you expect your nigga to go there? 
The same man that's gonna be trying your clothes on while you sleeping. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, vice versa. That's none of my business. Go ahead. Yes, sir. No, oh, you done out. with him, right? Yeah, it's done. But I mean, everybody's natural response is like, "Fuck you." I'm not, you know. But no, nah, that's my that's my shit, though. I'm, 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 <coughs> you ever seen you seen the movie Temptation? When uh, yes. the girl had that she was cheating and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, she, she had got like HIV. She got that's her fault. She gave her AIDS. I didn't feel bad for her. I, I didn't either. I, I mean, I did, but I was like, no. yo, no, nah, you, you, you. I felt you bad for her slightly cards. because I felt well. Their situation was different because she was the only person he ever been with, mm-hmm. vice versa. She was, her, he was her first love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They experienced everything together. There was, you know, one sexual partner, one love. Mm-hmm. You know, family. This is all I know. I don't know any. You know, you don't know any other what any other body feels like. You know, so it becomes a matter of curiosity. And I keep telling y'all, like as humans, we have inquiring minds. So it's only natural to wonder if you've only had this one experience. Mm-hmm. And experience is the best teacher. Right. So but she that did situation the most. was di- yeah. She was wild. She went all out. And even on when he plane, wanted, to, she gave it to my nigga like, ten thousand feet in the air, man. Shit, crazy. I ain't never even been she on a plane and fucked somebody. But I, that, the issue with that, with them as a couple, they didn't know how to communicate. Yeah. They got too, like, way too comfortable. <coughs> man, so, like, she, you know, obviously she had, like, she was curious as hell. Like, she wanted to try different things. He would just shut it down. He was too traditional. He wasn't with it. Protect our men, man. Women ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> protect our rappers, too, man. Shit, I'm still fucked. Protect our men, man. Protect, protect our culture, man. Faithful culture. Yes. Shit is crazy. Nah, but um <laughs> Hey yo, right? So yeah, I'm going I'm 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 backtracking a little bit. Cause I was I was a little mad. So play out of the scenario. So after Jews get fucked up and we leave, right? I was a little mad because like y'all understand what let out culture is after the club? It was no let out culture at Jews spot. It was no let out culture. Huh? That's when you be like, yo, that's when you put that arm in the window, yo. What y'all about it? Yeah, like there was no let out culture. New York don't have let out culture like Jersey got, bro. That's a little. The that was a little. Mm-hmm. At three o'clock in the morning, let out is go your ass. That shit was supposed to be over at four. Right? Yeah, that shit was. Yeah, shit, yeah, Jew shit was over at four. Even worse. <laughs> like with, like with us. Yeah, y'all shit was over at that's four. That's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Nigga, yeah, we o'clock. we we left at three thirty. Uh, yeah. Three three thirty. Yeah, so um. Yeah, like, like y'all, like let out culture for us, like, like what's 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 certain things in let out culture, like that's gotta be a part of the let out for you, smooth. They gotta be a part. Yeah, like what's a part, a part of the let out? I know I got three off the top of my head. It gotta be a parking lot. Gotta be a parking lot. That's one. You know I'm fat, so you know what I'm thinking. What? It gotta be food in the let out <laughs> spot, and I'm oh, not yeah. talking about let's go get food. Like the best let out spots got the got the truck waiting, <laughs> the halal me. truck in in the parking <laughs> lot waiting, nigga. I don't give a fuck if it's skinny black cooking ribs, nigga. Skinny black, two sausage links. Let me get those. Two fifty. <laughs> All right, but go ahead. I'm listening. What else got to be? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big fat. I ain't been in a let out in a minute. Nah, it's a let out at Barcade every Tuesday. Barcode? Yeah, that's what I meant, Barcode. Think about that let out. Like, alright, so let me let me let me get it off while you think about it. So for me, like I said, got it gotta have that truck waiting. Know what I mean? It got we gotta we gotta be posted. Like you gotta find a good spot during the let out too, bro. You got I, like the spot is important. It's it's important because Remember that time we was at Barcode and we we caught the we caught the let out after the fight and we we caught a group of chicks. 
Yeah, you, you gotta have a spot, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm, cause I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this chick that I had one time. Don't get shy too. Yeah, that's, about, that's how I was. Nah, nah, that was. Nah, I can't get. You can't, you can't. That's double jeopardy. You can't get in trouble for some shit that's that's before you. You know what I mean? Well, we didn't that's know that. You didn't. We didn't know. But we just automatically assumed it was straight too. Nah, but see, now y'all just trying to get nah, me in trouble. No, bro, it's, it's you. Yet, that's bro, be, that's your own. <laughs> <laughs> don't swing at the first pitch. Oh, word. Yeah. Don't just. Don't. Yeah. Nah, nah. But this was way before. I'm saying like. I was thinking about, yeah, like, that's a part of the let out. Like, you got to have a good spot. Because when the chick's coming out, like, when when Rakia with her two with her two big booty friends, you got to have the right spot. So it's like, you can pull them right over, like, yo, what's up? Like, what y'all doing after this? You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about that. But then I, I hate <laughs> the niggas that, that ruin the let out that, that just be, like, hounding them. And then they got yeah, to start speaking to the car. Now you can't even get your words out. I ain't going to hold you, Smooth. One of your friends is one of them niggas. <laughs> I, I, I know who bad vibes in my group. Yeah, like, I know who you know too, Erb. That nigga said, I'll bite your ass to a chick one time, though. Oh, he, that's what he said? Yo, me and Erb looked at each other like, yeah, I got to get away from this nigga. Like, he he messing the let out up. Like, like we can't even, like, now, yeah, you the type of nigga, like, yeah, you the type of nigga look at us weird. Which I'm not judging you for. I'm just saying, don't mess up the process. Like we got a we got a process set up after the club. Like it's it's a certain way we do things as GBs. Like you know what I'm saying? What's your what's your let out culture, Dooley? You ain't got no let out culture? No 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 routine. Dooley the type of nigga be waiting by the bathroom. <laughs> like come on, bro. Dooley. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, do women understand the let out culture, Rocky? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what, girls know they're gonna linger around after a function. Y'all gotta take a picture. Y'all gotta find a spot to take a picture. I don't be doing that shit no more. Now they do that in the. I keep trying to tell you, you you keep acting different. Like, you, how am I acting different? Cause I, no, I'm, no, I'm saying like you saying I don't do that shit no more. Like you just, you know what I mean? Like you act different. She do be lying. No, I don't. Last week, you, you heard how cool she no, sounded last week, bro. Like, she was the flyest bitch in the world last week, bro. Like, <laughs> she was super 100 last Shut week. Shut up. Damn. <laughs> yeah, Rakia, uh. That was like six years ago. Like, <laughs> so? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Chill, chill, chill. But no, seriously, I don't like take like when I go out and shit. I don't take pictures like that no more. I don't really care to do that. But yeah, that's true. Girls, they want to take a picture somewhere, find a nice little <coughs> wall, nice brick, uh-huh. nice aesthetics or whatever. That mm-hmm. too. They love that barcode mirror. <laughs> oh no, that's no, no. They take pictures though. outside too. When it's that's nice out, nice they gonna start taking pictures outside. Oh, you, they put a pool in there. I know. Huh? They, they putting a pool in barcode now. What? Yeah, it's about the two point barcode two point summertime vibes. Oh wow! So yeah, I ain't getting no pool at Barclays. Bro. <laughs> That's the equivalent of Pavonia pool to me. Pavonia pool to me. Niggas in Tim's. That's twenty-two pool right there. Niggas ain't getting that one. What Barclays? Yeah, that's gonna be twenty-two. Yeah. I don't know. The last time you seen black people get in the pool in a, in a gathering, anyway, nigga. No, nobody ever. I went to the some pool. lit pool parties, but everybody was in the water. Yeah, we know you went to some lit pool parties, <laughs> nigga. You just came back from spring break, nigga. Relax, relax. <laughs> nah, that, that beach is a pool, that dirty-ass beach. <laughs> Fuck. Let's have B in that beach. 
fuck, yo. Yo, did y'all know that it was a uh, a forest fire in South Jersey? Did? A when? forest fire. Not like a, yeah. What? That shit, but that shit lingered. It it, 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 ling- it lingered all the way up up here, like with the like the wind travel and stuff like that. From where though? Like I don't know. The I mean, it had to have it had to have come from south. Just. Yeah, like but that shit was lingering up north. I'm like, yo, why <laughs> like, like, Pens- like Pennsylvania. It had to have come from Pennsylvania. It's not like burnt barbecue all morning. That shit, shit. crazy. Damn, I didn't know that. Uh, yo, the world coming to an end, yo. Yeah, y'all, I feel y'all, it. I keep telling y'all that, it. like the the weather's I ain't weird. living in Cali. Cali, they get them wildfires, man. Look, Cuddy, Cuddy, I ain't fuck with the wildfires in Cali. Huh? I'm sorry. Uh, so the wildfires in Cali, them shits be beastly. Cali is gonna fall off of America, so I don't think we should move there. <laughs> yeah, stupid. <laughs> they got everything. They got like they be having earthquakes in the Bay Area, correct? Yeah. And then in the, like you know Beverly Hills, Malibu area, they have the wildfires. What you gonna do? And they then get the bad, they and get then bad they, wildfires. That's a like, study they though. Can, like they, they could can, really fall off yeah. of America. So, so. so speaking of like natural disasters, like what's what's a natural disaster you want to go out on? For me, uh, <laughs> what be a natural disaster you, you want to go out on? Natural disaster. Um, I'll yeah, freeze. I'm cool out. with freezing to death. Like like the day after tomorrow, after the polar ice caps melt and you know like we just get taken by water. Then you drown. No, because it, what happens is we're gonna freeze because uh, it's gonna eclipse the sun. Oh. The the water's gonna amass the sun. I it's think that would hurt. No. It's gonna, everything's I gonna, want something. I never saw the day after tomorrow. Like, if, the, if the polar ice caps melt, that's just yeah. more water eclipsing the earth. Tornado, that's gonna hurt. What, you just get slapped? When do you die with a tornado? In the wind, or do you die with the No, spin-out? shit could hit you in the... You could die both ways. It could, cause yeah, the, something just hit something you. Something could hit you. you it, the wind could take the air out your that body. That was wicked. <laughs> what, Twister? Twister? I never saw... That was my I never shit. saw none of them dumbass movies. Armageddon, Twister. I never saw Armageddon. I only Twister's saw Day so After good. Tomorrow because... Like, I remember doing a study on it in school. Did you ever see the movie Tornado Shark? <laughs> no, it's, isn't it called Sharknado or something like Sharknado? that? Sharknado? Yeah, that shit, was it bad? Uh, was it as bad as it looked? It's supposed to be like that. Like, oh, it's supposed a, to be trash? They did it shit on purpose, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we just swing it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, but it, like, it be waiting at your crib, like, just spinning? This shit just there, like, yeah. Nah, yeah, boy. Big-ass great white just coming out of the room, Where the fuck where this come from? That's like, some bullshit. Water even over here. Where this thing, this big ass shark come from in my living room? <coughs> Give me like a volcano. A volcano. <coughs> Damn, Sharknado hit my chest, nigga. I can't breathe right now. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. Nah, what's yours, bro? What's your natural disaster of choice? Nah, just give me the tsunami, bro. Tsunami? Yeah. I'ma try to surf that bitch. Same. Nah, that's see with the polar ice caps. If everything freeze, we just gonna freeze. We are gonna be cold as hell. It freeze with tsunami. Drowning is a terrible experience. I would never wish no. that on anybody. No. Nah, fuck that. I rather burn and drown. Well, we probably won't even get to burn. You just suffocate. No, you, you won't. I ain't never. First huh? Before you burn. Everybody suffer when you drown. You can't even breathe. This is really cryptic, alright? I don't think I should talk about death no more. Yeah. It's just, this, this part has been... It's just it's, fucked it's, my whole yeah, wave up, right? Yeah, it turned completely. Man, any last thoughts, guys? Yes. Oh, yo, you know, let's let's, let's do the 90-day wrap-up, man. March is over. Yeah. Months into the new year. <coughs> what do you mean? How's your 90-day trial? For the year? <laughs> I'm ready to get this shit back. Like, subscription over. I'm about to cancel this shit. <laughs> April Fool's tomorrow, man. Cancel. Cancel culture. I'm with it. 
Cancel nah, hell yeah, I'm ready to cancel this whole year. I've been sick for fucking half, of a fucking three months. three months. Yeah, like shit, crazy. I've been sick since February. Nah, you need help. You ain't pay your bill, nigga. That's why you. <laughs> your subscription ain't. Fuck, I get sick, get better, get sick again, like three times actually. I got, I got better two times and got sick three times. So I'm ready to give this whole year back. This weather's crazy. So. I'm canceling this year. Fuck that. Um, I don't know. I still don't even know what's going on. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> like, I'm mad lost right now. I don't know what's going on. You getting the blog together? Yeah, that's always in the way. That's not going to stop. She gave the PC answers, man. Fuck yeah. out of here. It's always in. Anytime somebody says it's in the works, it's never in the works. Like, no, but it really is in, it's the, in the works. It's in the you works. don't be knowing what I'm doing, nigga. <laughs> Cut it out. It's always in the works. Nah, I was just, I was just asking, like you know what I mean. It's coming along. Yeah. Gonna plug the blog. Huh? I don't want to no. talk about that in my house. That'll be strike three. <laughs> we good. Oh wait, but wait, you had to strike two for real? Oh yeah. So you took strike two. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll take strike two, but it, that was a bad call by the ump. So, but this one right here. We were just. Like, I was no, that, anticipating. No, it was a strike two, but it was a bad call. The ump called it a bad call. But I'm, what I'm saying is that was that was a ball. I'm, I stepped out the way. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you don't even understand the metaphor. So you, Shut up. Yes, I do. You wasn't wow. strike out <laughs> over the sprinkling. No, I didn't strike out. I took a ball. It was ball one, nigga. It wasn't a strike. Fuck wrong with you? The way I'm feeling right now, I might go home and cap the shit out of Didi just because Nipsey died now. I'm tight now. Take one for the team. How does that even close? I don't know, but that's strike three right there. All right, it sure Yeah, is. it's over. Yep. Deal with that later, but it's cool. I could do whatever I want on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> huh? They gonna bring this shit back. Y'all just gonna come back to you. I'm gonna just turn it. I'm gonna turn the tables no, on. No, smooth. no, no, it ain't gonna be Grand Boy. This is gonna be him. You know, it's, just, it's just gonna be him. They gonna they gonna single his ass out. I'm gonna have to go online and tell a whole bunch of people that some dude again. Nah, it's just gonna be y'all two then. Yeah, I'm giving y'all niggas to the I'm giving y'all niggas to the wolves. Look, take them. Nah, nigga, I'm giving y'all niggas up. Man, y'all niggas is terrible. We put in an hour. Uh, my last um. My last thoughts, man. Uh, so, listeners, this is episode 12. It's the finale. We're taking a break. I'm sorry about the mood of the podcast, but under different circumstances, it didn't go as planned. But now that I'm here, now that I, my mind is here, I wanted to get into a couple of themes of the advocation. Um, <laughs> wow, what happened? I'm trying to get it together? Yeah. Because <coughs> there's a lot on my mind. All right, so I had a couple themes of the advocation, whereas though I went through different phases in the tape, and you know, kind of like how we go through different phases on the damn podcast, where I, you know, I went through my party phase with like, you know, um, you know, with big facts and all out and um, never change, and you know, on go was like my and black is hot was like the hood, you know, you know, representation of the hood, and then you know, toward the end of the tape, you know, it got a little more introspective with I don't give a fuck. And tomorrow ain't promise, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just leaving my, you know, my last will and testament to my friends, my brothers, my family, and just, you know, my overall message to my, you know, family. And, you know, I, I think that we all should do that more often. We should all have those thoughts. 
like even looking back at with this Nipsey situation, what it's thoughts? like what thoughts exactly are you talking about? Yeah? Like, not necessarily leaving out your last will and testament, but you, I, I would like for for my friends to think about the message and the legacy that they're leaving behind. Even now, not you know, don't wait until you have a child. Like just in general, the me- like what, like if 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 you pass today, God forbid, you know, I want to be able to get up at your funeral and say, you know, Smooth was a man of this integrity and he stood for this. And when you think of Kerwin, this is what you think about, and that goes for everybody in this room. For everybody that didn't know my name, thank you, Goldie. Nigga, it's on the podcast. Yeah, it's about to say. It but literally says that could have been the executive producer. Okay, whatever. Yeah, okay. Niggas ain't so, know that was me. Just put two and two together. Niggas ain't put two and two together. There's <laughs> only three niggas here. They know his name. Yeah, not right. Going. Niggas put one and one together. They make I got three. a thousand names. But yeah, y'all niggas stupid. But yeah, uh, you know, so the, I want you know think about leaving the legacy you leave behind now because you know I just like honestly guys like I want to be remembered for my smile. I want to be remembered for my voice. Either. I'm serious. No, I'm serious. Like when I die, I'll be like yeah, that nigga just was always smiling. Like chip tooth and all, he just smiles so much. But he was always angry. I never met a nigga so angry that smiled all the time. Go look at that nigga advocation pictures and tell me if that nigga was <laughs> So, um, yeah, but, you know, we all going to be remembered for something. It's just what you leave behind for the world to remember you by, for your family to remember you by, friends. And that was important to me, uh, that I put that into the tape. And, you know, it took a lot to do that. So, that's my message to the listeners as well. Think about your legacy you leaving behind. Same thing with, you know, when you're thinking about this Nipsey situation, think about what you stand for. Think about what Nipsey stood for. And, yeah, man, get your shit together. This should be a wake-up call for all my niggas on the block, all my niggas who I have, you know, all my boys who really out here. This should be a wake-up call for you because you just lost a real one, someone that you could vibe with that you thought was untouchable. You know what I mean? Legacy, my shit playing right now on, too man. Legacy lives on Old money and no money out Marathon Crenshaw uh, We gonna do some thank yous But my shit playing right now So I'm gonna let this last song play We gonna come back with some thank yous uh, I know the podcast run along But if you still here Thank you for being here Let my shit rock
hard to catch what you can't see. Finale. I just want to give a special thanks and shout out to my co-host, uh, Goldie, Rakia, No, when she was here, everyone that came up, my sister, um, who else we had? We had Trey, we got the GBs up here now. Shout out to the engineer at the Real Mo Yen. Um, shout out to everyone that gives me feedback on a regular, everyone in, like that hits me up on the side, hits me up on Instagram, hits me up Twitter, you know. I appreciate all the feedback. Thank you. Continue to support. Continue to like and be coming with better content when we come back from this break. I promise you. So you just don't want to thank nobody, right? Fuck, I'm tired of you, right? You ain't coming back next season, bro. You need a new female host. Shane Fine. Shane Fine. Cold Beach. I'm tired of your ass. Your energy trash. Is it? It is today. You done? Yeah. So you just want to thank God? Yeah. Yo, man, thank you for everybody. Jews, happy birthday, bro. I love you. Thank you to all my GBs. Didi, I love you, baby. Thank you for always supporting me. Every argument we ever been through, you know what I'm saying, for the sake of this podcast, Earn, Dooley, Trey, Mo. Thank you to Tanisha for, you know, that's Mo's girl for letting us rent out their motherfucking space for the past 12 months and just inhabiting they shit, getting on their nerves for the last... I'm in 12 weeks, not months. Um, yeah, man, thank you to my mom, uh, Smooth's mom. You know, like, just we got so much feedback. G Benson, the Everything Podcast. Uh, Will, um, Breaking the Barrier Podcast with Taj. Um, uh, I'm missing Map. I know Mad Podcast. Mad people been showing us love, but I just can't think of them right now. Uh, yes, man, we coming back. This is uh, episode 12. I'm rambling right now, but call us up if you want to request. The number is 1-800-A. In the dab like a saw, just another test. Live by the rules like a fucking ref. I got respect in a hundred sets. Too many chains, need another chest. Playing no games if it wasn't chess. Come from that cloth that you couldn't stretch. Come from that circle you couldn't test. Heavily pressured and under stress, even though niggas ain't sure we was a mess. Honest attempt playing to the left. Judge a young nigga by their address. Left us no washing, what they expect. Only thing we knew for sure is the bang is set. Fuck living basic, I'm taking risks. Fuck what they saying, I'm saying this. Don't waste no time, it don't make you rich, it don't mean nothing, so fuck them, let's make a grip. Double up, triple up, make assists. Ballin' so hard, you can play a bitch. Lead to the lake if they wanna fish. Make sure them niggas around you stick to the script. This should be written in stone. You should come visit my zone. Don't take my word, double check all of my flows. Ask them how hustle got on, but fuck what you heard. This for who walked down that road. Sold everything, but they sold. Straight off the curb. Real niggas rich as you nerds. Address to whom and make it sound. I don't do this for nothing. Nah.
Hustle and 